LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Derek Hanna. And I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Scott, this is our third episode in the Inspiring Generosity series. Uh, what is the, this one is on running a giving series. What What is the thing, as you think back, the thing that has most captured your imagination to give to over the last, how old are you, you're 83? <laughs> what is it? What's the most captivating thing to give to? So I'm a bit of a spontaneous giver, so probably shouldn't say this out loud, but generally, if people ask me to give to something, I generally, generally, <laughs> I generally give, you know. You can comment on this podcast online if you uh, like, contact Scott that way. Um, but most captivated, it's not most captivating, but giving regularly to my local church, something that I do every week, mm. that I think is really vital and important. And uh, yeah, and it, again, you know, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, you get to the end of service or, you know, you just, you cut, you go, what is going on here? Um, but every week, you know, without fail, and I'm one of those weird people, I don't, I don't do online, like I do online giving, but I do it in the service, in and around the time when, you know, you'd have a bag pass around. Really, you go on your phone. I actually go it. on my phone. I give it every week. I, I actually, I actually want to feel, you know, the giving away yeah, every week. Yeah. So right. I, I do it every. It's like it's nuts because you can set it up and plan to give. But yeah. I think when that happened back in the past, I think there was like a finance charge for it. And I was like, I just, I'm not going to yeah. give that thirty cents to the bank. Yeah. And so I just every week will, you know, you'll see me on my phone. I'll, I'll be giving, uh, you know, giving to the church manually. Online. Do you just not know how to do it? Is no, that I know how to do it. I okay. know how to do it. Now, this episode is part of the series on giving, inspiring generosity. Uh, you should listen to those two before you listen to this one. But we're not talking today about some sort of special capital campaign, like not focusing on, on a building or the annual giving series in the regular life of the church. Um, but uh, we want to think through in your yearly planning, in your calendar, um, Rod Irvine in his book, Giving Generously, which I think we've mentioned before on the previous two, but we'll talk about at the end as well. Uh, he talks a fair bit about uh, running regular regular series on giving uh, throughout the year. Now, Scott, you've had a lot to do with Rod uh, over the last number of years. Uh, his book's excellent as well. I give it away to, to people all the time. Um, what are some of the principles that that um, he raises that you think we should be thinking about when it comes to running a giving series? Well, I can't, a giving series, I think, you, I think you call this a vision series, you know. So this is actually about, you know, spending some time talking about the vision of the church. And a key part of that is to talk about the need to, to give to it. So I think... If your focus is only on the giving in this, not the the mm. broader vision, then you've got a problem. So I want to say, he, you know, focusing on giving a uh, a vision series is really important because, as he says, money follows uh, vision, and you've probably heard that. That's not his phrase. You've heard that from, um, you know, a number of people. So, you know, no one wants to generally, you know, to sort of give to a general pool and just running costs. That that will be there. They actually want to give to a, a bigger, broader vision that they're captivated by. So, you know, again. Your, just like your calendar needs to be driven by a mission, I think your vision needs to be driven by a mission as well. And who doesn't want to be involved in seeing changed lives? Who doesn't want to be involved in seeing people transformed by the gospel? And that's what churches ought to be all about. And so it's a, it's a series that ought to be all about our vision to see disciples being made in this local context more and more. Okay, let's hold that tension there. I push into that tension you flagged there. Because the reality is a lot of the t- church budget 
um, is, is about ongoing costs to support that bigger vision. But they're not sexy often. They're not that, you know, they're not captivating. Like who wants to give for the maintenance of the photocopier? I'll tell you, I spent a lot of nights, early mornings, printing out stuff that I would like someone to give more but, for the photocopier. But how do you do that? Well, but th- that might be a specific project this year, you know, that we, we, we need to, we want to really lift our game on, um, on our printed materials. I don't know many people are doing printed materials at the moment in, the, in, the, in this campaign. And so we, we need a, you know, we need a new photocopier or we need, you know, this much. And, and let me show you how it ties in with our, with our vision. Mm. You know, let me tell you how this photocopier is actually going to help us see lives, lives changed. Right, so you're connecting a very specific thing. That's good, that's helpful. You're connecting a very specific thing um, with the vision itself, like you're drawing a very tangible line rather than just saying support generally what we're doing here in order for us to maintain that's right. Copy. That's exactly right. Okay. And so I think often the, you know, often the time to do this is sort of the when question uh, is September, October. You know, you've hopefully spent some time with the staff team uh, or with your eldership, if you're a solo pastor with your leadership team. Uh, in June, July, you've been thinking ahead to, to next year. And so hopefully you've got some plans in place that you're able to actually bring before people. And I think, you know, this vision series is a key part in in getting people excited about that, communicating that, helping people see how it fits, you know, for them, you know, asking that sort of question, what's in it for me? I think, you know, in any any project, that's what most people ask. They go, what does it actually mean for me? Mm. Um, and doing it in September, October, not in February, March, when it's kind of sort of, you know, past and we're already into that year, means that you can actually get people excited moving forward. So, you know, Rod's suggestion, you know, four or five-week preaching uh, series which leads up to a day where actually the whole church commits to that vision and commits to the outcomes, the goals, but also commits a, a giving amount a, a, as well. A giving amount for the whole budget of the church, not yeah, that's for right. a particular thing. Yeah, that's right, particularly um, you know their their portion in it. And so often I've seen you know you know various various take up rates, but generally sort of forty five percent of the you know of, of church giving units, so church families. Uh, to sort of 65, 70% will actually, you know, give their pledges. And so what it does is it actually allows you to be more planned in your budgeting. It actually allows you to be um, able to sort of say yes and no to things because you actually know that people are uh, are committing to give. Now, mm-hmm. important in this, I think you should say is, you know, we're not going to hold you to that. So Derek, you said you are going to give $200 per week, mm-hmm. you know, for the next 52 weeks. If you, you know, if someone loses their job or if their circumstances change, we're not going to come, come after you and, you know, and uh, and make you obligated. But I think it's a really helpful way of actually writing it down, um, committing to it. Also, I think it disciples people as, as well. So, you know, we talked in that first uh, episode about actually being planned. Mm. I think you'll find, like, I, I kind of see two spectrums of people with when it comes to money. I see the sort of completely spontaneous, they don't know what's in their left hand or their right hand or what's in their bank, you know, their bank, bank balance. They're constantly, you know, behind. Uh, or the person that's super planned, they know exactly where it goes, and they're almost like, no, no, um, I've spent my I've spent my allocation of you know this month of this amount, and I've got no more. Um, you know they are they are super planned. Now there's everything in between, uh, and so I think this you know having a series like this as well actually helps you think about who are you going to be giving to, um, you know, and 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 when and how. Uh, so I think that's really um, you know really important. Yeah, when I was um, when I mean. Reading uh, this stuff around Rod and, and thinking here about five weeks on this, my initial reaction to that was that's far too long. It's far too long, and it's, I'm still not convinced five weeks is is 
is the right amount. It feels like a long. But when you recast that idea into, into a vision series, not just giving series, it actually pushes me to think, oh, each year I want to help us for the year ahead think and plan about what we are doing together. Not about money. Money is just one conversation amidst this. But it is about us thinking through what are the strategic things under this vision of reaching the people in our suburb that we want to do and how do we align our church budget with that. That pushes me to a really helpful question. Is my church budget aligned with my mission? Uh, what might we need to take? So you know, five weeks for some may be too long, maybe just right. But... Oh, and I mean, I've seen it. I've seen people work through, say, the Book of Ephesians. You know, um, seen people work through. Uh, you know, it could be. You know, we, we're going to do these are the three key priorities that we're going to do. So that's the first three weeks. Yeah. And here's what's going to cost, and here's what it's going to mean for me. Hmm. Uh, you know, so there's a whole bunch of ways that you could break it up. It doesn't necessarily have to. Yeah. Uh, you know, go along a you know one two th- two three. Um, but the commitment day really is really important in uh, in Rod's schema, you know, that you actually work up to I guess in week four and give you know people an opportunity to sort of go away and then you know come back the next week and kind of put in their envelopes or you know pin it to something actually you know commit to it physical. And there's a yeah well, I think I think there's a, a really usefulness in the, in the physical as well. Mm. Um, do you, yeah, can I say don't do don't do Ephesians in five weeks. That's a travesty. That's a travesty. <laughs> you can anyway. do it. I, get, I can point. I'm to, sure you can. There are so some Bruce people. Clark. Bruce Clark did it. Some Matt's uh, Manly. Oh, great lots of series. Things you can giving. do, but great any, series. You know, what are some things you put around this vision series? However long it is, and you, if you want to do Ephesians in five weeks, that's fine. What other things would you do in order so, to reinforce the vision? So again, if you're trying to get alignment, you know, across the whole church, having some match, matching small group content that you're all doing together, really helpful. Again, real opportunity for you to work through, you know, help your small group leaders cast vision. A real opportunity to sort of all be wrestling with things um, as a, as a church. So actually, having you know small group content is uh, is really important. Um, you might want to do you know vision ministry dinners. You know, if there's a particular focus or a project, uh, actually um, taking the opportunity to actually. Again, communicated outside of church life. You know, again, I think this is particularly important if you're, you know, if your focus maybe in in one year is a is a new ministry center or a, or a building, you know, a building improvement project as well. Actually, doing smaller dinners, um, smaller gatherings uh, that focus on vision and, and have the opportunity for people to ask questions. Really useful for uh, for buy-in. I think as well, in in the context of this, um, gives the opportunity for you to um, think creatively. At, about it as well, and get your creatives involved. You know, potentially, you know, doing doing videos. Um, uh, you know, putting together sort of commitment a commitment pack with the pledge card, um, and a and a more fully sort of printed material, which you know shows your strategy or you know all all your future plans as well. I think they all provide sort of again ways to get alignment and way to get ways to get people uh, on board around around that series. Now, what you've described there, it all sounds fantastic. All sounds great. Um, a lot of work. It, it sounds, sounds like, like a lot, lot of work, work does it? Are you going to say and that? It, and it's, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm a sticker for that kind of thing. But it sounds like as well, this is those are the kind of things which you would create in a big church. Uh, you'd think so. But mm. I've seen heaps of church plants pull it off. And again, I think you can pull it off if you plan, you know, plan now. You know, so again... If you have it, can I encourage you, church pass that it's February. You should have at least worked out your teaching calendar, your preaching calendar for the year. If you haven't, it's going to be really hard for you to actually engage others and, and use other you know people in the church to actually help you uh, with that, particularly your creatives. They need time. So pull together a team to help you think about this. There'll be a number of people in your church who can help you with this. And it doesn't have to be 
um, you know, a perfect, you know, brochure of material. But um, giving some thought to this, I think, is um, is really helpful. Again, this is this is going to set you up for the next year. It's going to really help gather people around this this um, you know this bigger vision and hopefully motivate and inspire and and fire people up. So you can do it. You've just got to be prepared and planned. And again, it's interesting. The more we talk about this, more um, it's it's evident that this is not so much a conversation about finances, um, although that's certainly in the mix there. This is a conversation about vision. Doing this planning helps us as a church align around where we're going, align our money. Yes, absolutely, but align our energy and resources, decision making, planning, engaging people well, all those things. So that's what this uh, vision series is aimed to do, as well as helping people understand. Um, how we might together get to that end. Now, I, the, the one final thing I think <laughs> it's really important, you need to communicate at the end of that series as well how much has been pledged. Mm. Uh, you need to communicate you know, that this means that we will actually be able to resource these things. You know, otherwise, it's not really a real thing. You know, it's just an exercise. Um, and so you know, I have seen churches do this, this pledge experience and they have so, seen people give sacrificially, give generously, and they have been able to put on additional staff and um, you know, start new ventures that have actually reached, you know, reach reach people, and they've got incredible buy-in, by, you know, from the whole church. Uh, Say so thank you to everyone. <laughs> I said communicate, communicate to people uh, uh, the outcome. You need to work out in your context. Whether you're going to say thank you or not? Well, I'm being I'm being a bit facetious, but there there is that uh, like there is a truth, isn't there? That that we want to make sure that we don't set the relationship up here. That I'm asking uh, you to give the church money, and um, I'm thankful for you to do that, and you're reliant on my thanks in order to do it. No, not exactly right. Sort of we're we're thankful to God. This is an Absolutely. it is an expression of your partnership. Again, another opportunity to solve will. Absolutely, this is an expression of our partnership in the gospel. This is the expression of our shared mission um, together, and and it's an expression of us using our gifts. You know, Romans twelve, uh, gift of gift of generosity, and it's an expression of our response to the gospel as well. That we ought to, as followers of um, of Jesus, the one who gave up his life uh, for all. Okay, Scott, what is the one thing you want to say about running a giving or vision series? It's going to take planning and preparation. So plan and prepare, and pray expectantly that your people will be generous. All righty. Excellent. Okay, last toolbox for the Inspiring Generosity series. What do you got for us? Okay, well, I find it really helpful to look at what other churches are doing, so I'll put a link in the show notes to uh, a bunch of churches that have uh, done a similar series. Uh, you might want to reach out to them, uh, you know, see if you can steal their stuff or grab it, but can I encourage you not to copy and paste their vision? You need to own that and, and come, come at that yourself. So use it to uh, sort of craft your uh, your own series uh, there. Again, giving generously, Rod will sort of explain how to do this, so uh, that's really useful. One final resource, um, if you're looking for a regular sort of Bible study res- series or uh, some resources on encouraging generosity the generosity project so if you're looking for a small group resource you know that's kind of done all the hard work for you great videos uh great studies as well great thanks scott and thanks to everyone for joining us for these last three episodes on inspiring generosity we hope they've been helpful uh a few more thoughts or help uh you can reach out to the rich australia team happy to chat with you about how this might work in your church both for the long-term planning and health of you achieving the vision that you've set out uh on with your church 
and that God has given us to see people one for Jesus. Uh, but just reach out. You can contact us on the Reach Australia website, reachaustralia.com.au. And you can also, on that same website, have a look at the National Conference, May 16 to 19. We would love you to join us. It's on the Central Coast. Uh, wherever you are in Australia, we hope you can get across to that. It would be excellent. It would be a great time of being spurred along, setting a vision for how we reach Australia, connecting with other people who are trying to do the same, and heading out equipped and fired up for another year. Anyway, thanks for joining us on The One Thing Today. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon. <laughs>